Okay, we're now officially recording the first ever single shreddy movie review. With me as Neil. Hello. <laughs> I just look shocked. You said me as Neil. With me is Neil. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I am you. <laughs> That's a bad start. Um, we're going to be discussing the new film Resident Evil Afterlife after experiencing it in IMAX 3D. Um, I personally am a fan of IMAX. I prefer it to normal. That was the best thing about today. Yeah, it really was. Uh, um, uh, I, I just want to go on record as well saying that we in no way did we pay any money to see this film. Um, and our presence there did nothing except prevent <laughs> the filmmakers from getting more money. I don't even think we bought any <clears throat> sweets. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so not even Odeon itself profited from our being there. Um, well, right, well I, I think we should start with good points. What do you think was the greatest part of the film? Um, greatest part of the film... Um, that's a tough, tough one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably um, the camera. <laughs> they used uh, they used um, what's his name's camera? James. Cameron's. James Cameron's camera. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. The poorly. I might add, they used it poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite bad. So, Handling something that's too large for someone to hold. And, but we already said the best part was the IMAX itself. So. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, like out of certain 3D films I've seen recently, because many of them have been animated. Um, like the 3D has not really been effective. So like the first one I saw in new 3D was Bolt. We saw that, didn't we? It's the first time I saw it, and you know that old real. It was 3D ages thing. ago, though. Yeah, it really was. Um, <clears throat> but like when Avatar came back out on the IMAX, went to see that. Uh, it was great and stuff. It, it was the first time I've actually gotten motion sickness from doing that. I had to rest my eyes for a bit. Baby. <laughs> but, so, like, the thing with this one, though, is they, they played a lot more on the classic 3D of things coming out at you. Like, you know, straight away when Alice is infiltrating the base, you know, she throws them throwing stars and, you know, oh, oh, no, it's coming at me. And when she's stabbing people, the sword's coming out a bit towards you. <laughs> stuff like that. But, um, like... One good thing is that at certain times they, they didn't do the classic thing you expect. Like, I thought straight away, as soon as um, Alice was infiltrating the base and that big security force just lined up outside the elevator or lift, whatever you want to call it. In the Matrix style room. With yeah. Matrix style. <laughs> with Matrix flips. style fights afterwards. <laughs> they didn't just immediately start shooting the obviously empty elevator. It's like, these are, they, at least they thought these are well trained people, which is the closest we got to <laughs> any sense of realism in the entire thing. Yeah. Um, in this large underground catacomb of laboratories <laughs> right beneath Tokyo city centre why do they always have to build the bases underground it costs hundreds of billions and uh, it, how can you build that without going undetected really yeah, what I are you mean, doing there like, uh, all of Tokyo was built above it what, did the umbrella move in like did he build thousands it thousands of years ago yeah. <laughs> Tokyo itself even built how much renovation would have to be done I know the planning permission needed. Let, let, let's sort of break it down into, you know, certain things. So we'll start off with the most basic of things, story. Woohoo! Resident Evil's famous for its story. If you take away the di- famous bad dialogue from the games and other stuff like that, everyone loves the story of Resident Evil. Beautiful story. It's the only reason yeah. I played the games. Yeah. The films made the decision to... Ignore all that. Everything. <laughs> Except a few character names 
and places. I think it's amazing how much the series has jumped. The first film was just like, it wasn't anything like the games, but it was a horror film. And then the second film is like, just riding in on motorbikes doing flips. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> do that, would you? You wouldn't ride through a church window on a motorbike. There could be anything on the other side. And yeah. like, would you really trust, you know? Just your own skills then. <laughs> to be honest, if I went through a sh- uh, an entire stained glass window, even in, in when riding a motorbike, I'd have, I'd be cut badly, <laughs> very very badly. <laughs> the fall probably you probably lose your orientation on the bike. Yeah, yeah. I day. mean, yeah, you don't know the layouts of the church, and you don't know the layouts <laughs> of a room that you've never how been did, into before. No, those people in there. Did you hear them? Did you know she was going to kill the only survivors? <laughs> and I, I accidentally <laughs> land on them with her motorbike. So, but like, this is just us going back to the films, like. When you look at the story, it's like a self-contained thing. The most out of hand it got is eventually it got to Raccoon City, which is understandable because of all the massive like connections of umbrella bases and T virus and hard stuff. Um, and eventually, the government had to nuke that city. Just remembered, there's two umbrella labs, like one just outside the Raccoon City and one under Raccoon yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? certain things are <laughs> preposterous in the game. <laughs> like, look at this mansion. Look at this massive laboratory. Okay, actually, if you go back to Resident Evil Zero, there's three. The training facility. Yeah. And just adds a sneaker lab in there as well. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Underneath a giant bat for no reason or whatever it was. Um, but then, yeah, so like a bit of it is over the top in the games, but it's a game and, you know, it's it's more about what you're exploring. But, like, straight away, the, the like it's the third film where the entire world is now dead. The infection got so out of hand, which I don't know how, because it's the second film where they seal off Raccoon City. Yeah. So how how it got out is beyond me, and this is what becomes preposterous to me in the opening of the story. For uh, like the, the story opens, you know, very well. Actually, the only well shot bit is the very beginning, where there's that woman yeah, like stood that. there, and you know it's all a bit slow motion. The music, I, I will say, the soundtrack's <laughs> brilliant to that film. You think? Yeah, okay. I thought it was really, really, really good. Can you remember it? Um, I, I think it's just because I've seen it twice now. Um, unfortunately for myself, that you know I've been. Mm, this I, film's I, so bad. Yes, I I've started seen taking twice. in different things, um, and you know, so I like took in the soundtrack, but it's like it works really well, um, and that whole arty bit, you know, the just the woman standing there in the rain, the strikingness of the black uh, stockings and the red shoes and all that, very good. And then you know, she just bites a man's neck. How did she get infected? I know, never. <laughs> she just got infected in Tokyo. Raccoon City's in America. The third <laughs> film takes place in Las Vegas. So why all of a sudden are we in Tokyo, where Umbrella has a secret facility? You know, what happened there? Why did and, it have to continue experimenting in a like, post-apocalyptic world? Exactly, that's what I'm getting to. It's Alice <laughs> does this bit of narration where she says, um, uh, a virus got out, everyone died. Now I'm going to stop Umbrella while they continue to work on the T-virus. Why? <laughs> why? Surely the one thing they wanted it to do was be an effective virus. Uh, well, I think you've got 100% success right there. Let's be honest. Yeah. Is the world's dead. The world's fucked. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> the the only surviving people are the umbrella security forces. By the look of it, I, I haven't seen a single scientist <laughs> in that entire facility that she infiltrated. The beginning. There's not one single scientist. <laughs> There's all security forces and Wesker. Yeah. Um, and so then you know it's so like that's that that happens. Um, she destroys that facility. I, I love the page. It's so pointlessly. Like, why is it the blue neutron <laughs> it looks exactly have you ever seen Watchmen it looks exactly like when Dr. Manhattan starts blowing shit up I love that I love that the T cells are actually the shape of the letter T my god <laughs> and Wesker like 
escapes the facility, blows it up, um, and all these hours. Is it explained why she's cloned? Did you um, see the I didn't see the third film, no. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that puts us at a bit of a disadvantage. <laughs> it's probably but unfair I, 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 to I, listen to a review that we haven't seen there. To be honest, like... Well, we're reviewing that film. The Hammer Guy, yeah. where did he come from? Uh, no. well, the, the Executioner is, um, is a mystery in the games as well, let's be it, honest. You know, Who the fuck is he? He's just it, something cool. Is <laughs> Las Plagas. Las Plagas, if anyone's familiar with the games, you know about Las Plagas. It's like a parasite, and it's got nothing to do with the T-Virus. Yeah, it's a completely different strain coming so, from the Ouroboros virus. But then it? there's the Las Plagas zombies in the film. Oh, no, no, Las Plagas is Resi 4, isn't it? And it's Ouroboros in the fifth one. So I'm many viruses, like. Uh, uh, why? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for some reason that's alluded to. Um, and she's in search of... Alice is in search of Arcadia. Um, but she's been injected by Wesker. Uh, we see her lovely T-shaped cells all rapidly deteriorating. <laughs> she's human again. Um, despite this, she survives an uh, unsurvivable train crash, plane crash even. Um, which Wesker himself even admits he wouldn't... Later on admits he wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for the T-virus bringing him back. Um, well, this is that <clears> after <throat> she wasn't... She didn't have the virus at this point, did she? No, no. So, uh, like, he injects it on the plane. She's human immediately again. Um plane crashes and she wanders off. She gets to find a plane somehow. somehow. Um, flies to Arcadia, which is, must have been how the third film ended, with her uh, letting others fly to Arcadia. Films her logs and a camera with never-ending battery. I know, yeah. Where the fuck do you charge <laughs> And the memory. Where? I know, yeah. <laughs> and the ability to actually say which log it is. I mean, that, I, I, I know this is some strange, crazy world, where, but I don't know of a camera where, when you press record, it automatically has a title of which log it is, and your latitude and longitude location <laughs> on the globe. But, you know, anything's possible. Fanciest camera in the world. I know, yeah. Fucking show off. You'd take one, though, wouldn't you? No yeah. one's allowed to, you know, what zombies are. Well, yeah, that's even so. Um, Just keep a book. And then she finds... See, what I don't understand is, like... Mm. She finds um, Claire Redfield... And she's got that spider thing on her chest from the fifth game. Which means, like, basically mind control. Has that ever explained how she got that? Yeah, yeah, you see, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, when they were after Arcadia, Umbrella came over. Arcadia's actually a ship, which we find out shortly. You see, I've actually mentioned... By the way, this is a spoiler review. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention uh, that. The main character dies. Oh, by the way, you may want to consider not. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. To be fair, when we start by saying the film is absolutely god <laughs> You'll mentally block it out like I have, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been a week. <laughs> it's one of them films that if I was streaming it off the internet, I'd actually turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even though I got this illegally, I'd demand my money back. We want to see it. We went to see it for to laugh at how bad it would be, but it was so bad we couldn't even laugh at it. No, we, we had like we, a few giggles. Yeah, but not as much as you'd expect. And then so basically, uh, it's just preposterous stuff. So yeah, she found Claire Redfield. You can't remember anything despite being under this mind control device. I don't know why it induces memory loss. Did it induce memory loss in Jill after you removed it? Nope. Nope. So again, that's just something they throw in for the sake of it. Um, thank you, Paul Anderson. Then they fly, and there's just little niggling things like. Um, After the script got make it past production, yeah. well, that's not a niggling thing. That's a, <laughs> that's a question that not even Stephen Hawking can cover in a brief history of time. You know what I mean? It's like 
to, uh, it's a bit that oh, like straight away got me. Um, and there's many lines like this throughout the film, and I'll try and remember them as we get to them points. But um, as she's flying down the seaboard, uh, like the western seaboard or something, I think. Unlimited fuel. Of course. <laughs> um, let's not worry about anything stupid like that. She's flying into, <laughs> she's flying into LA, and um, she's recording the log. You know, she's got a uh, Claire tied up in the back. Cause she's still she doesn't know if she can trust her because of her memory loss and whether she'd just go feral again. Um, and she's talking. Uh, she turns to her log and she goes, Passengers still as talkative as ever. Now, if you pay attention to the date of her previous log, the date of her previous log was about 8 pm on May 6th or something like that. This log is 8 am and she's already in the air at this point, so like, you know, it's 12 hours later, so they must have had a sleep in the talk and whatnot and like calming her down. Um, it's 8 am the next day and she's filming this log and she's saying, Passengers still as talkative as ever. The log has not. The log literally has no idea you found Claire Redfield. This log you're creating, you you want these tapes to be seen by someone else. That's what you say to the camera. And she said, "Passenger, said, what passenger? <laughs> you were alone last time we saw you, less than twelve hours ago. In fact, one of the things you said is you worried you were the last person alive. So now all of a sudden you're complaining about the lack <laughs> of <laughs> of how unresponsive your current current passenger is. Okay, now." Um, so then, then, of course, she, she lands a plane on the roof of a building, impossibly. Um, <laughs> all the people are dismayed that she's not from Arcadia. She discovers Arcadia's a ship. Um, they think, right, we need to get there. Chris Redfield's conveniently locked in the basement. Um, <laughs> the protagonist. <laughs> the protagonist. Um, and in way, the executioner comes along and starts slamming things. <laughs> not <laughs> even seems too bothered, just like, oh, uh, stop him from yeah, getting through. Please, stop no. him. Um, who knows, but who is he come from? Yeah. Why is he much bigger than when people start dying because it, like they've been in this prison for ages and it's just as Alice arrives and there's some glimmer of hope that of course the zombies break through through the sewers and up into the shower room. Um, that's also something I don't get. I don't get how one normal zombie has the strength to push up the entire shower well, room floor like it does. It just bulges up as if he's just going... Surely, you know... The, you know Prisoners could have a field day escaping through the showers, couldn't they? It's my shower day to day, and then no, yeah. dig out with their hands. No, yeah, if it's such a flimsy floor, just, just the prisoners. Someone with no muscle here. mass no, yeah. push through. A dead man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, they've got that story about they've got the fact they're breaking through the walls anyway and stuff. And then here comes another one of them lines, right? So they they decide to find like Chris Redfield out here because Claire. Uh, obviously, she doesn't remember him. Convenient. <laughs> um, so her initial reaction is because I don't. Re- she knows one thing. She knows is that she doesn't remember anything. And when he comes out and they've never met, and he says, "Claire, think hey, you're no responsibility." Oh my God, do, do I, I know, know you? you? <laughs> my God, some some way to find out who I am and what I know. No, her her response is to get him into a like chokehold and threaten him. I'm so but, sick and tired of these female protagonist you know big macho man I know it's just like he's trained army professional <laughs> what now she's just a tomboy yeah she's a slut it's <laughs> um, <laughs> not having in the movie <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like so he shows them that there's this armoured personnel carrier so some of them go to break through the lock to get open the gates and get it out um, and while they talk about weapons he goes there's a room we used in the basement as an armoury while we were stationed here as an armory, as an armory. So they swim down there because the lower levels are flooded. 
for some unknowable reason, right? They had a pump to keep water out. Why water can't be kept <laughs> out by the foundations and walls? You know, yeah, everyone builds in the what pond. What kind, of, kind of prison is this? I know. <laughs> it's a prison. <laughs> Things are just what is it? getting in. Is it in like, out? What city is Los Angeles as well? Yeah. Which is like a desert climber. Yeah. 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 The, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, geology. <laughs> so then what have we got? Like, so they swim down, obviously, like, the champ, one of the people who was there just happened to be a champion swimmer as well. <laughs> <laughs> so they swim through. She gets eaten immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so the two important characters are fine. And they run why put towards that, this why room. Why put that reference in the plot? It, it I know. Go. You're a champion she swimmer. She she two minutes she later. She doesn't achieve she's, a goal. No, she, she gets out the water on the other side. And dies. But then... Um, yeah, so they go to this room that's used as an armory. Right? Which has above it written the word armory and it's a steel plated door fitted with loads of guns it's not as an armory it's the the armory it's <laughs> actually an armory it's like are you fucking kidding me fucking hell so yeah they, they get all the guns and climb up through the vents because there's too many zombies uh, the armoured personnel carrier doesn't have an engine like the engine's broken he's like oh, the fellow could fix it's like take about a week so there's this up his own ass producer fella and he wouldn't be like that he wouldn't be like, and his intern who still follows him around. Like and the an women intern. would be getting raped so, so much, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. They really? The, would. The, the, there's what the, the women. There's one woman there. Oh, She's like five been, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a producer who's not asked what anyone thinks. There's that fellow who just is a pervert. So he clearly raped her. You know, the one who's watching Alice yeah, in the shower. Surprised Alice just didn't get ragged out of a plane. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big, massive, butch black guy who's famous. I came to help you for Arcadia. Arcadia? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big word. You think you can get my dick in your mouth? <laughs> um, so That's this, produce, game, this right? producer fellow's initial reaction when he finds out that the armed personal carrier can't drive anymore is to shoot the only man who can fix it and get away in the plane. Right, which is just preposterous, right? Because they, they say, can't you fly us one by one because it's a two-man plane? And then she goes, no. Because landing once was bad enough, five or six times would be suicide or whatever. So he gets away in the and plane. Landing once is so much suicide. Like. Yeah, she literally uh, would have died. Really. <laughs> so he gets off, and they're like, "No!" And all the zombies start breaking in. And um, they go down to the bottom floor and decide to escape through the sewer. Then there's this massive fight with the executioner race. Between it's just it's basically just Claire fighting it. There's you know the two guys have gone on ahead through the sewers. So they don't know about it, and the other guy they were with, the intern's just been cut in half, and Alice has been knocked out. Um, and she just has this just inexplicable fight. The worst bit, right? There's this big slow motion bit. She does a backflip, you know, runs up a wall, does a backflip <laughs> over its head, and lands. But does a proper like landing and look up in the type of victory stance that you see, you know, like when you expect to see it exploding behind her type thing. But no, all she did is jump over its head and wait for it to turn around. <laughs> That's all. Which is all of one second. It's like, you've done... Oh, you can't run off them walls, you know, No. Tiles. Right, tiles. And, and he's been knocking every like loads of pipes and stuff, so there's water everywhere. The first thing she would have done is slipped on her ass and died. <laughs> right, but no, everything's fine. She slides down, shoots it in the face. Uh, it's not quite dead. And then Jill com Alice comes over and inexplicably shoots it with a shotgun from the opposite side of the room and its head just explodes. <laughs> Um, so that's dealt with. They go down, uh, big bunch of black guys like taken away and seems to be dead. So it's just Chris, Claire and Jill. No, you're, Alice, doing, you're, you're going through the Jill. plot. You're going through the plot. You're not reviewing the film anymore. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a plot point, aren't I? Uh, 
That yeah. wouldn't be a good wouldn't be a good marketer essay, would it? No, it wouldn't. No. <laughs> to be fair, they just reckon with this, so Yeah, to be fair, the film's awful. Well, and I mean, you, you take over for a bit, you start covering this last bit. Oh, I have no idea what to say. It's uh a bit weird. So they get to the storm drain. Um and they think because they want to get to this boat, Arcadia. Of course, inexplicably, they just find a boat that they can use to travel to it. Oh no, yeah. Where's that boat come from? There's a boat there, and they're all on it. <laughs> the last we saw them was someone died, and then they like, trapped in this drain. No, no, they're on the boat, it's fine. And then there's a horrendous fight scene on a boat, on a bigger boat, <laughs> Arcadia, yeah. on this little wooden boat. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Wesker's just the worst actor ever. Oh, but mm. <laughs> I, I want to ingest you. I suppose he's probably a good, a good Wesker from the video game, actually, isn't he? Well, sort of, but like, just, it doesn't work in films. It works it in the games, but it it's inexcusable in films. It really does. I think it's because like, and some, I think it's because in a game the cutscenes are just there. You know, they break up the action when you're playing the game. You know, so you've got five minutes to find out some story, and then you've got to solve all these puzzles and shoot all these zombies yourself for a few hours. So you've got to break between the idiocy <laughs> and just the, the like strangeness of it. I love the way some of the complaints about the first film was that it wasn't close, so it didn't resemble the uh, the Resident Evil uh, story enough. So the second one was in Raccoon City, there's Nemesis and Jill and all that. And then the third one and the fourth one is just like Claire Redfield and then they're just <laughs> looking for some boats in the middle. <laughs> Nothing yeah. at all. Claire Redfield, everyone's dead. <laughs> throw, throw in it, throw in executioner. Yeah, that's it. Every so often just say the words umbrella or Wesker. <laughs> it's like, they, they, they Why do umbrella have to advertise? Why do they have to advertise so much umbrella? In their uh, own base, just that, uh, you know, you're the only company left. The umbrella seal. It's like, <laughs> why? Um, and of course, Arcadia is not the safe haven they all thought it was. Instead, it's a prison. <laughs> prison filled with <laughs> <the> zombies. <laughs> One bit I don't get is like, you know, they try and release all these people who are in tubes under the floor, bring them all up. And uh, Alice finds these tubes that are just covered in blood. And she has a like, quick flash of like people dying horribly. But what happened to them? Why did they, when did they die there? And why is there just blood trailing? Some blood trailing to like this, to so this next room. To this next door, so door opens room. and there's no blood anymore. <laughs> yeah. So at some point between there, like they must have started cleaning and then thought, ah, oh, no, can't be bothered cleaning anymore. Um, Such a bad film. And the fight team, uh, the fight team with the dogs. Just, like she fights some dogs. You know, she shoots one, but she's got no more bullets. But luckily, with the bullets that she fired, she shattered some glass above her. <laughs> and as it's falling down, this dog jumps in her. She kicks this place of glass. Right, instantly it would shatter. It was it was not good enough that it would not just shatter as she kicked it. But no, it just bounces and just perfectly stabs the dog through its middle, you know, nearly cutting it in half type thing. Oh, and it's just stupid. The fight scene with Wesker. Cutting it in half, kills the dog I mean, that splits and, itself in half to fight I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. I, I know it happened in the game, but when Wesker throws his glasses and Chris catches them, why? You wouldn't. You'd <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> you know, we, you can see him taking off his sunglasses and then throw them well, at did he use them as a weapon or what? Was like no, a it was a distraction. Power. It was a distraction, that's it. Just gets off and kills him. So, yeah. to give the film out of ten, what would you give her? Two. Two. Uh, acting, I, I think 
acting. <laughs> oh, yeah, so bad. There was no acting in that film, there. There was slight conversation. The only good actor was the fellow who played Chris Redfield, and he was shit. <laughs> You are when he's still locked up and they don't believe him, like when he's saying, you know, I'm not a prisoner, I've been put here like by the prisoners as a joke. I'm not a prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just goes up to like this little slot, you know, where the, it's probably for like passing food through or whatever. And it's just his eyes looking like all evil, like, and he just goes, You can believe me. <laughs> 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 no. And he talks like a fool. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh so... Wait a minute, can you, um, do you hear something? <gasps> Zombies coming through the door! No! <laughs> <laughs>